Hi, and welcome to episode 139 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Pacelli, and with me today are Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hello. Hi. So we're going to get right into it today. We are going to be talking about the coronavirus. Uh, Vicki's going to talk about some websites you can go to that have um, some accurate and safe information if you need some more information about what's going on, how to take care of yourself and your family. And then Suze uh, and I will be talking about just things you can do to occupy your time while many of us are staying home. So Vicki, you want to get, get started? Yeah, so I wanted to come up with some reputable sites um, uh, that you can go to to get information about the virus. And I found the World Health Organization uh, has a couple of pages. They have a huge amount of information, obviously, because um, they're the ones that are on the front lines on this. And one of the links I have is to uh, their uh, coronavirus page, uh, different information about it. And this one page uh, actually tells you more about what the virus is and where the name comes from. It's part of coronavirus, as some of you probably know, or some of you don't, uh, is it's, uh, a variant of the SARS virus. Um, and it's 19 because it's, it's the 2019 novel coronavirus. That's how they get the COVID-19 name for it. So it has a lot of different information it tells you about the difference between the virus and the disease and um, because people generally remember, don't remember the, the name of the virus, but they remember the name we give it uh, for the for the disease. Um, and it's just a very um, simple little page. I mean, I don't think it's very complicated for, for people who don't want to read scientific stuff or, or jargon. Uh, you do need to know a bit about how this virus spreads. Um, and their other page they have is a different advice about uh, for, for the public on how you should um, uh, how you should uh, behave in public, like when to use masks, different myths, how to get ready for your workplace, and and different kinds of things you can do with your children to protect them against the virus. Um, it also has a video on there that it tells you uh, for those who you know are more. Uh, auditory and not really likes to read. Uh, it's, it, there is a video on there that tells you the things you should know. Um, Google has a couple of web pages. One is their mobility report. So it teach you about different communities and how they are, um, how they're moving around as a result of the COVID-19. One thing I want to mention to um, you guys is that I live in Northern California. We have one of the lowest rates of, uh, of uh, deaths. And I think it's attributed to the fact that we had shelter in place for going on over for almost four weeks now. The Bay Area has much lower rates than in my county, which is more rural. And they came after the Bay Area. And so we have very low numbers. Uh, my job, they're actually furloughing us because the people are actually staying at home. So we, we cut our hours back. And I'm fine with that. I don't mind working from home and staying at home. But that's what we're doing. And most of the Bay Area uh, is a lot of tech companies. So they're prepared to work from home. Um, and then uh, Google also has their uh, general web page um, that has tons of information about the coronavirus. Uh, it'll pick up stuff. Uh, well, the link I have here uh, shows the different uh, current information that they have uh, on the search and it goes, there's an overview 
and then it has a, a tab for symptoms, preventions, treatment, statistics. And it's a pretty, it's just like a little dashboard you can go to for the latest stories about it. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. You know, in, in a pinch, you just want to know what's going on. You can go to that particular web page. And then they have, um, uh, oh, the CDC. I forgot about the CDC uh, has a web page. And it's it's really good. It, it has information about symptoms of coronavirus and what to listen, what to, to what to watch for, um, and how many days of exposure and incubation. How many, in other words, how long you need to quarantine, um, and when to seek medical advice because you don't want to overload your local hospital going in there because you have symptoms of allergy, you know. Um, but you need to go if you have trouble breathing, you have persistent pain in your chest, oppression in your chest. Uh, the confusion, and the person's, you can't rouse the person or they have bluish lip or face, then you definitely need to seek medical advice. Locally here, we have a drive-through testing. So you would call your hospital and tell them about what your symptoms are and then get in your car and they'll drive, you drive up and um, they will test you. Um, I, hopefully your environment, your uh, uh, communities have something similar, but that's been very um, effective in terms of controlling um, the number of people in the hospital and not overloading them. So that's what I have. Something else to add to that, Vicki, um, mm-hmm. is um, check with, if you have an upcoming doctor appointment, depending on what type of doctor you're going to, check with your doctor to see if you can do the televisit. Uh, obviously, if you're going to the dentist or the eye doctor or the gynecologist, you can't do a televisit. But my father has an endocrinologist visit coming up, and he's almost 90. And I called them and I said, there's no way I'm bringing him in here, especially because they are affiliated with a hospital. It's nowhere near the hospital, mm-hmm. but it's just an office that is affiliated with a local hospital. So the waiting room is packed. And I said, I'm not bringing him up there. And they said, fine, we're just going to convert it. We'll keep it at the same time, but it will be via telephone. I said, mm-hmm. I said yeah. fine. Yeah. That's what we're going to yeah. do. I One other thing something. I wanted to add is that uh, in my county, the ages for the cases that we've, we've that have tested positive is between 18 and 49. So 41% of our uh, confirmed cases are people between that age. And I know it's probably because those people are still going to work still uh, or still out and about because maybe they have to. But that thing about people being a certain age and um, 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 we really need to look at it in terms of all of us can contract this disease. Um, yeah, they're saying that your age uh, and underlying conditions can cause you to um, uh, probably die from it, but none of us are immune from this. And um, it depends on how severe the disease is, the virus is in, your, in you. And if you don't recognize it and go to get help in a timely manner, regardless of any underlying conditions, you can die from this disease. So it's, um, it's very important to keep that in mind. That age is, uh, and underlying conditions are important, but that's, those are not the only people that are contracting this disease. I'd like to add a couple of things, Vicki. Um, Number one, uh, National Institutes of Health also has an excellent coronavirus um, site, and they are dependable. And if anybody is going to get information about coronavirus, they should use a .org, .edu, or .gov site. Don't take and spread misinformation that you find from Facebook 
Um, for example, there was something that was going around, check on Snopes.com. You know, Snopes.com is really trying to keep the misinformation, uh, emails and everything, uh, and they're trying to keep on top of that. But for instance, there was a email that went around on Facebook. It was sent to me. <clears throat> I didn't see it on Facebook because I don't go on that often, especially with all this, this stuff. But uh, a doctor whose daughter was assistant professor at Johns Hopkins University, you know, said this and that and that you could use Listerine. And, you know, well, for one thing, that was totally debunked because sources should be named. You know, if there's an unnamed source as an assistant professor, but it's unnamed, take that with a grain of salt. Um, check Snopes.com for the information. Check National Institutes of Health, and also check the CDC, like uh, Vicky had mentioned. And also, fever is a num is a big symptom with this. Um, you know, take a baseline temperature. Know what your baseline is. Not everybody is ninety eight point six. I can tell you, with nursing, I used to have patients. Nor sometimes their normal temp was you know ninety seven. Sometimes it was ninety nine. But definitely have a baseline temp. Take it today. If you hear this podcast, go ahead and just kind of just get your temperature and just know what it is. Now, if that increases, because, for instance, my youngest son doesn't have sweat glands. So his a, a fever for him would be at a much lower rate than a fever for someone else that whose normal is, you know, 98 or 98.6. So just keep that in mind. And, of course, it's going to mimic the symptoms of flu. So, you know, you're going to have, you know, aches and chills and you're going to have um, trouble breathing. But if you have trouble breathing, you know, you really do need to um, speak with your physician or get yourself to some type of emergency and be tested. You know, they are having a lot of drive through test sites. That's what we're seeing in Texas, because Texas and Florida, unfortunately, um, you know, our governor has kind of a loose shelter in place, but every county can basically set the guidelines for that. And Dallas has, uh, we've had 100 new cases just in one day yesterday. So we are not even uh, peak yet. And that's, you know, really something to consider. Um, so I would, I think you gave excellent information, Vicki, and I would just encourage people to just be really cognizant of the fact that you can, if you're not showing signs, you could be spreading it. And they have come out, China for years, my husband said when he used to go to China, everyone always wore face masks in China. And now I know the uh, original information that came out, even though the Chinese and Asians do wear face masks, they said, oh, we don't need to wear them. Well, now that's changing. Um, it looks like, you know, President Trump yesterday said people should be wearing face masks. And if you don't have a face mask, there's so much information online about making your own, but really, if you make your own, you may as well just use a bandana because um, I've made some for some nursing homes, which are in dire need and for um, some facilities, but I had this very thick non-woven interfacing. Some people are saying you can use a HEPTA filter that you can get through with air filters. But you have to, you know, have something um, like a barrier in between that. But, you know, they're saying a tightly woven fabric such as, uh, you know, like a bandana, you know, just to go out. I, if you can't find an N95 mask, I donated, Mike and I found a bunch in the garage. So we donated that. Our neighbor's a doctor and she said they're in dire need. They're using like one face mask a week, which just doesn't seem safe to me right now. But um, if you have any in your garage or attic that you find, please donate those. Take, take 
you know, one out for yourself and then donate the rest. Um, it's just, you know, they're finding people, some people are super spreaders that, you know, they don't show any signs of the disease, but, you know, um, in Skagit County, Washington, they had a, a corral, they, they had a big chorus meeting. And I think out of, I can't remember um, the, I so many figures here, but say for instance, there were 70 people that attended and they all had six feet apart. I think 45 ended up getting coronavirus, testing positive for it. So, you know, we are out in the woods. We decided to go, thank goodness, some state parks are still open. I know that's not the case in every state, but they're only opening campgrounds that there's a significant amount of space between campsites. And we're in the woods of East Texas. So I feel much safer here than I do in Dallas. So self-isolation is good. I love it personally. I am loving this. I could get used to this like all the time. Yeah, I'm pretty much like that. I sort of like shelter in place whenever possible. <laughs> I want to become a hermit, okay? I'm thinking hermit here. Well, in, in New York, I'm looking at a, um, a, a Google website that shows the list of cases in the United States and worldwide. And this was updated about 40 minutes ago as the time of recording. And in New York, we have 3,565 deaths. And I am oh, north wow. of New York City, and New York City is the absolute epicenter of the United States where this, you know, as far as this is concerned. But I know in my own county, the numbers are going up. The uh, 113,704 confirmed cases, uh, the good news is there's almost 10,500 who have recovered. So, so say, it again, say that again, the number of deaths in New York? The number of 3, deaths in New York, 3,565. In California, it's 237, and in Texas, it's 90. Yeah, so but, far, but we're not even correct so far. Here this is Texas. as of 40 yeah. minutes ago. So, yeah, but like yeah. you said, and I was, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, that's okay. We have a delay. Just <laughs> let listeners know we have a delay here. Kind of like on TV now, when you're watching whatever station you're watching, everybody is working from exactly. home. So Sorry there's about long that. delays. Um, I was going to say, Suze, since you are out camping, what is it that you're doing to occupy your time? Besides being totally in bliss, be hiking in the woods <laughs> with not one person on the freaking trail. Oh my God, I love it. Except, um, you, except you and Widget. <laughs> Widget, yeah, it's just me and Widget. She just loves it. We're like, oh, I can't believe it. Because we did a five-mile hike on a trail, didn't see one person. It, all, all week we've been doing these uh, big hikes, but it's raining right now. It's kind of like uh, raw and cold today. And she's underneath the blanket. She's exhausted. She's like, give me a break. But um, for me... I've never been, you know, I've been one of those people that I was an only child for six years. So I always had to amuse myself and I've always been able to do that. I've never, I, I have to honestly say, I've never really been bored. I don't think I've been bored a day in my life. Um, I, you know, I have plenty of, I love nonfiction books. So I brought some books here. I brought some art, a ton of art supplies. I've been painting. I've been doing some watercolor and gouache. Um, I've been doing some digital collage. Procreate had a big update to Procreate 5. And they have some, the brush texture now is just fabulous. So I've been really um, doing some digital collage and doing some painting with Procreate. I bought some, I treated myself to some brushes that were on sale by Abby Nurse. She has a, she has a site called Uproot. I'll put that in the um, show notes, but she had a sale 
on some of her oil and watercolor brushes, which are just fabulous. And then I've been taking some classes on Skillshare. Procreate um, is offering everyone two free months of Skillshare. So you can take a bunch of art classes or writing. I've got some creative writing classes I'm taking. Um, I thought this is great. And then um, Joanne Fabrics, because some of them have had to shut down, they're offering two months of Creative Bug. I'm not a, I don't do Creative Bug, but that's just something um, I noticed on their website. So for those that are interested in that, and um, Coursera always has some great classes that you can audit. If you want to get a certificate, some of these classes are by Yale and Stanford professors, and they're very, very interesting. They have, you know, how to make apps and how to do, you know, program, but they also have um, a lot of really neat classes in art history and stuff. So, um, you know, you can audit it for free, most of them. And if you want a certificate, I think it's like, you know, depending on the class, it's like 90 bucks. So, but you'd have to do the homework. So that's what I'm doing to keep busy. And I'm just enjoying being outdoors and, um, you know, being alone. I love this. <laughs> I really love this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I've dealt with people all my life and I took care of a lot of sick people in my career, but you know, mm. I'm loving this now. It's just yeah. like, okay, this could I, be I, like, <coughs> never mind I, shelter in place. That's I'm sort of similar. I'm sort of similar in that I was the youngest of six kids and I always wanted to peace and quiet. And that was never such a thing in my home. <laughs> 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 Family members were in and out and it was just like never a quiet moment. So I, I sort of enjoy that just, just spending time alone. And I'm glad that's only only me in my home most of the time by myself. You know? well, it's I finally starting to get nice here, so I should be able to take a walk soon. I'll be able to go out and sit on my deck and you know yeah. read out there yeah. instead of you know open some windows. I did go out for a walk mm. earlier this week when it was nice, and there were other people walking too. But I did notice that if you were walking and like if someone was coming towards you, one of us would cross the street. In you know, like way, way down so that nobody was near anybody as they were walking. A lot of people walking their dogs. In fact, I can see out my window now the kids that live like diagonal from me. They're just throwing a football in the street right now just to get out of the house. So, well, we've had a lot of good days here and I don't necessarily see people keeping away from each other. But um, we're going to have rain today. So maybe they'll they're stay inside. We have a, a community um, mail room. So that's the only kind of area that I'm sort of really worried about other than out in the grocery stores. I don't think there is anybody actually wiping it down and sanitizing it. So uh, I glove up to just go in there. Um, but uh, other that's than that, I think you can't, you uh, cannot, you still cannot find around yeah. here. You cannot find mm -hmm. gloves, hand sanitizer, mm -hmm. disinfectant wipes, even things like toilet paper, yeah. and bathroom yeah. cleaner. You can't, mm -hmm. they're not on the shelf. I mean, toilet paper, has been i was able to get some in walmart i was it i think it was last week i was able to get some but they put a limit to one in fact i was in a different walmart and they had i've never seen this before it was just probably sandpaper well toilet paper smaller rolls it was a four pack it just said toilet paper that's all it said on it it was like 60 cents i said you know something I said, I just threw it in the cart and I just said, you know something, just in case, just in case I can't find anything anywhere else. And but you know, if I there can is find a, something, I will donate this. You know? I found some at a, a, um, 
uh, little, uh, it's like a Mexican market. And they had like eight rolls in one pack, you know, and I hadn't seen that. I, I found some at Target a couple of uh, weeks ago, but I was shocked because I went in there just to get some. Well, actually, I went in there to get vanilla because I couldn't find vanilla on the shelf. I guess everybody's baking. And uh, I found that and I looked and saw eight rolls of toilet paper. So I got something there too. And it's regular yeah. toilet. It was like cotton ale or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a grandmother that lived through the depression and I had a lot of patients that lived through the depression. So they saved everything. I mean, um, some of these patients, when they would go to the bathroom, they would use literally like one or two pieces of, of toilet paper. So mm-hmm. I thought, wow, you know, that mentality of being very thrifty, but I made my own hand sanitizer. I usually always keep 91% alcohol in the house. Always I, uh, rubbing alcohol. And so it's really easy if you have some spray bottles and I've made some for my son and um, I have my, I made some for my husband to keep in the car. And basically you just add, uh, put the 91% alcohol in there and then um, some aloe vera gel, which a bottle, I mean, Trader Joe's has it. I'm sure Walmart does. I'm not sure about Amazon, excuse me, but um, you put some of that in there. So I do about two thirds of isopropyl, 91% alcohol, about a little under a third of the aloe vera gel and some um, lavender, you know, essential oil because lavender is very antiseptic. And um, that really does a great job. The isopropyl alcohol where it's 91% or 99%, depending on what, if you can get either one of those, um, again, the CDC said anything over 70%, but I just like the 90, but it will dry out your hands. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know, if you run out of toilet paper, so you get a, you get a spray bottle. I mean, other cultures do this. We're so spoiled in the United States. So you, you get, you know, a bottle or you have like a, you know, a bottle with a squirt bottle and, you know, you wash yourself or, you know, you, you designate a old face cloth and that's what it is, you know, um, we will manage, you know, I just think people doing this and hoarding it, eventually we have to reach a saturation point where people have enough toilet paper that where the heck are they going to put everything? And, yeah. you know, if you run out of yeast, uh, I was able to find some yeast because now everybody's baking. Yeah, I can find yeast either. Yeah. You just make sourdough, use some beer or you can use some wine. You can use dried fruit. Dried fruit has yeast on it. Put some flour and water and just let it ferment a little bit. And you've got some yeast. Um, sourdough starter is so easy to make. I've had sourdough starter that is two years old and when you're not using it, just put it in the fridge. And then when you're using it, bring it out to room temperature. And I just usually feed it and I throw about half a cup away and I put a, you know, a a cup of half a cup of flour in there. Mm. Um, it, I just, people are this panic mode is freaking everybody out because it's fear related. And I understand people are fearful, but let's not go crazy. And let's, you know, let's think of our fellow person. You know, I, I think of the poor elderly that, you know, need things and don't have things or people that are disabled or disadvantaged or very poor and just don't, they need to have these things for them or, or, you know, people with a lot of kids. And I don't understand the whole toilet paper hoarding thing. I'm just not quite getting that, but what do I know? You know, I'm thinking that I'd be more concerned about masks and about protecting my lungs than I would about toilet paper, but what do I know? So. Yeah. The only reason why I, um, we have enough is that we generally buy the big packs because we keep going back and forth to the store. 
So we were pretty set for a while, and we just got a couple of extra whenever we saw some. But we did, we had never thought about hoarding or doing no. anything like that. I'd be more concerned if we were running out of red wine. Now that I would be yeah. concerned about. That's something yeah. that I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing a loss that of won't uh, happen alcohol. In my house. It's plenty of alcohol, especially here. No, well, you know what's funny is because we're out here in East Texas, and yeah. um, in Texas, you know, the wine is. Eh. I know they like they like to charge a lot for their wine here, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not paying fifty. If I don't pay fifty bucks a bottle for, for Texas some wine. Oh, some of them. Yeah. Oh, and, and they're, and it's excellent French wine. If you think I'm going to pay this, but one of the, uh, oh, no, no, no. Are you saying that this is French wine that you're buying in Texas? No, 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 no. I said, if, why would I pay 50 to 60 bucks for mediocre Texas wine? You know, from wine, wineries in vineyards in Texas and much cheaper, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, there's a Texas Syrah here. Um, and the vineyard is keep it's keeper sal, and it's actually a very very good syrah. It's one of the nicer syrahs that um, I've I've had uh, mm -hmm. around this region. I think it's the best wine personally in Texas is the keeper sal syrah. So um, on the website they said you know it's fifty percent off. I'm like fifty percent off a bottle? Heck! So my husband said let's go get some. So well of course it's just pickup, and so you know, we had got six bottles and I thought, you know what, we should probably get some more just in case. So yeah, we are yeah. just in case, but, um, cause we're yeah. here for two weeks. We're here out in the woods for two weeks, but I don't think we're going to be going through that much wine, to be honest. With that, you. That's so. like the, the wineries up in uh, Sonoma and Napa have closed, of course, but you can still get stuff by uh, having them shipped to you around the place. Yep. But that's, I mean, you'd be surprised as you go to the winery, it's much cheaper than you would buy it at a store, especially if you're not in California. Um, uh, but uh, it's like you, I've seen wines from California um, on a, at stores uh, back east that are like twice the, the, the cost when I wouldn't pay more than $30 for most of them. Um, I'm not a big California wine drinker anymore. I think, you know, what happens is your palate changes. And, exactly. Um, oh, it yeah. does. Yeah, and it, it's it, to me they don't last either. I have a bunch of them upstairs. I have a, a wine uh, fridge upstairs, and I, I want to bet ninety percent of them have gone bad because uh, I don't drink that often, and um, I don't like drinking by myself because my sister doesn't drink wine. She does, but she doesn't drink that often. So I got bottles up there that are like maybe I never drink by 10, myself. 15, Widget 20 years old. Here with me, Vicky. I never drink by myself because Widget's here. Oh, Widget. now, see, if you if you had a dog, you would not be uh -huh. drinking alone. And my two my two sisters' dogs are the same way. They rather have food than have anything else. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah I, I just I just I'm just really disappointed. And then I looked in there, I saw I had a. Uh, a 15 year old bottle of champagne, and I looked and said, Oh my god, this is California! Yeah, opened it, no good, tastes oh, awful. awful, awful. So, I'm, I'm uh, th th that's my problem because I generally buy wines to drink right away, I don't care where they're from, I don't hoard wine, you know, I just drink it, but I just got out of the habit of drinking. Um, and I haven't been visiting my my wine old friends in a in a uh, uh, Sonoma and <laughs> No, that's what we call each other, winos. Um, and uh, haven't been visiting them. Generally, I take bottles, but they have rooms full of wine. Rooms full of, I mean, literally. I mean, that, that's, that's like some of our wine. French friends. Yeah, they have a yeah. cove. 
you know, mm-hmm. they, and it's like, you know, 2,500 bottles of wine. It's like, whoa. Yeah. And right. they're like, yeah, and they keep buying, they keep buying. <laughs> yeah. It, well, what's interesting in France is you buy, you buy like, uh, the futures, you know, you buy future wine, which is that. interesting. Yeah. yeah. I have friends, well, that, you know, have a friend that does that and she gave me an entire vertical of my favorite California wine, which is rich. Uh, and I just love her for that. Uh, I just, mm. I, mean, I mean, I just, I, at the time I bought her a, uh, a DVD player. It was a long time ago, obviously. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a Blu-ray player. Uh, Cause she didn't have one. I was like, how do you, well, come on girl. Everybody just has one. So I bought her that and it had, you know, it has the apps on it and all other stuff, but she had a dumb TV and she gave me that. I was like, I love you, but she same way. <laughs> her apartment, and she lives in Cupertino. Her apartment is so cold because she wants to keep her. <laughs> <laughs> and she buys futures and all that other stuff, so she's very knowledgeable about wine. And I, I was taught knocking down California wines. They're not her favorite, but she pointed me to a song that I really, really, really enjoy. So, yeah. Well, you know, I have to also say is, you know, I'm, it's amazing to see the changing face of business because, you know, granted, we are not as bad as California and New York, but it's coming to Texas. There's no question. Mm-hmm. You know, we, um, Florida and Texas are the two most populous Sunbelt states. And, I, you know, people just don't want to social distance. They just they can't get it through their head. They have to shut down our parks now in Dallas because people just aren't practicing it. They're not they don't have a concept sometimes. Mm-hmm. It just infuriates me. But my son is a chef. And, you know, they're just doing takeout and delivery and they're limping along. They are limping along. So many restaurants have completely shuttered their doors. And this is just so sad in so many respects. And I'm not trying to take away from anybody that is suffering um, from this virus or has, you know, has known somebody that has passed away from it. But um, just the whole how fast this happened as a pandemic and how it's changed everything. I, I mean, in France, my my friends are still on lockdown in France. So you cannot leave your they they're not they're like self isolating. You cannot leave your um, home unless you fill out this form, and you can go to a, a hospital or a doctor's appointment. You can get food and gas, and that's all you're relegated to. Mm-hmm. So. I was reading this week about how the EU now is, you know, they're wondering what's going to happen with the EU. Some countries want to get out of the EU. And I'm, I, this may just change forever our landscape of norm- normalcy, you know, um, you know, rest, all the things we've taken for granted for so many years. Yeah. And I think it's very interesting to see w- how people are circumventing the system, saying they're essential. Um, in France, you're, you know, I know in France, you're not, if you're a grocery store, cheese shop or anything to do with food, you're essential. If you have, if you're a a gas station, you're essential. If you're medicine, you're essential, but anything else is not essential. And here, you know, um, we've had Hobby Lobby that's try to circumvent the system saying, well, we sell supplies for masks. Well, not really, (laughs) not really, not in in 95 masks. Yeah, not in 95 masks. Sorry, sorry there. Um, Joanne Fabrics was staying open. So, you know, our judge, our, um, the, our uh, judge in Dallas just shut them all down. He said, no, they, they are not essential. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's sad, but people have got to get strict about this. We're out here and we went to go um, fill up our propane tank today. And we were noticing like all the quote unquote 
there's shelter in place here in East Texas because they've had, I think, 50 cases in the year. Um, but I'm thinking, this is essential. How is that essential? You know, um, they've I, had 90. They have had 90 cases in Texas. This is well. We have more than that in Texas. Uh, well, I'm we looking at the latest thing, and it's 90. Uh, 90 deaths. I mean, sorry, 90 deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we have yeah. quite a few. We have like what, uh, 5,330. Yeah, we're up to Yeah, five. but I'm yeah. talking about deaths. Yeah, I'm 90 deaths. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. But a nursery, today we're out here and there's a nursery selling flowers and stuff. I'm thinking, how is that essential? Yeah, I mean, that's great. But there were people all over it, not even six feet apart. So yeah. until you get it through people's heads that no, that's not essential, I get people, uh, you know, don't want to have their business model ruined, but you know, everyone has to be really vigilant because we're never going to flatten this curve if people think that they're the exception or their business is the exception. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got a list of things you can do while you're home if you're getting bored. Um, if you have Apple TV Plus, one of the shows you can watch, and Suze, you should be watching this, Oprah Talks COVID-19. And she is, they're very short episodes. The first one, I think, was half an hour. The rest are less than half an hour. And she talks through FaceTimes with different people. First one was with Idris Elba. <laughs> and she talked to him because he tested positive. Now, I don't know when this was recorded and how he's currently doing, if he has fully recovered. But he was in, he was still in the midst of it. So she talked to him about what he felt, how he knew he had it. She um, spoke with his wife and what her feelings were about it. She also spoke with a um, her spiritual leader, one of her pastors, you know, to get a, a spiritual point of view. She spoke with a doctor. She also spoke with DJ D Nice, who has a hashtag club quarantine. It's an online party through Instagram to bring people together. Us uh, and we'll see. She also talked. Where's the other? Here we go. She spoke to a man who was on death row, an Auschwitz survivor, and Chef Jose Andres. So I haven't seen those last two. And like I said, they're all short, but she, you know, she speaks about them, about how to cope with it, what people are doing, things like this. So that's an option that you can uh, look at. Um, if you are into Netflix series, Ozark has just been released about a week ago. Vicki and I were talking about it, season three. Personally, mm -hmm. meh. But if you're an Ozark man. <laughs> Personally, meh for me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trudging through it. I've watched three episodes so far. But if you're an Ozark mm -hmm. fan and you didn't realize it was out, it's out. Uh, something yeah. else is HBO has released some of their shows for free. You don't need a you don't need a login or any kind of an account. You can just get on there and watch on either the HBO Now or the HBO Go app. Some of them that are available are I mean, they're okay in my personal opinion, but for some of these shows, if you haven't seen it and you always wanted to, it's a great time to do it. Six Feet Under, The Sopranos, The Wire, Veep, True Blood, Succession. The Wire is excellent. The Wire, I highly recommend The Wire. Um, oh. Ballers, Barry, Silicon Valley. So those are- Barry's all... good. I couldn't get through Barry. I watched about four I episodes. I love Barry. Like, eh. <laughs> but I don't have HBO anymore. Um, but this is, it's yeah. not worth it to me. But if you're interested, these are all for free. You don't need a subscription. Yeah. And then there's some movies. And the movies are really old, like Arthur. I always loved Arthur, but that was from, what, the 1980s? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, crazy stupid love bridges of madison county so i'll put a link in the show notes where you can look at the list of everything that's you laughing? <laughs> Why are you laughing well because oh i wanted to let you know the new bosch harry bosch is april 17th next week on amazon prime oh really excellent excellent, excellent. Yeah. yeah oh i haven't new, heard new that se- okay new season new season and you can uh, all the Bosches are up on amazon's all the seasons so the previous one so you yeah. can see that secondly check out your library check out the app libby l-i-b-b-y and check out overdrive because yep. you know audiobooks your library and your libraries ebooks clo- yep, yeah libraries are closed here in texas but you they are right now they're um no fine well they're a no fine library anyway but you they're not expecting you to bring your books back till April 30th and mm-hmm. they have increased their offerings online. Great way to get some mm-hmm. books um, and read them online. I don't use, I don't read those, 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 uh, tree editions. I just have this germaphobe thing. And I, and I guess the virus is not going to help with that about those books are so scuzzy. I'm sorry. I just, yeah, I was going to get to that because one of my like- list is I started reading the guard. I mean, I'm reading a lot, but some I really can't talk about. To, but yeah. I'm reading now The Guardians by John Grisham. I read everything John Grisham releases. And I mean, I'll be honest, they they all kind of blend together because they're all the same as far as, <laughs> you know, a small town lawyer goes up against the big town lawyer. And, yep, you know, the. Yep. But this is, but, the, but this yeah. book, I'm about 20% through. This is about, um, a a lawyer who is as part of a team is trying to get people who were um who were sent in j- were sent to jail who are innocent to try to get them out usually these are people who have been framed or they just had bad legal advice whatever the case may be it's trying to get these people out so that's what this book is about um something else is what getting very popular is playing table games so there is a website called Tabletopia where you can play games for free online. Over 800 board games you can play with, you know, people that you know, you can play against people you don't know all around the world and they do have a pay for tier for certain types of games, but they have chess, they have Texas Hold'em, they have um oh, I saw it earlier. Um and it's escaping me. Um oh shoot, I can't think of the name of it cuz we used to play it. I think it began with a P. Why is it leaving my brain? Oh, Parcheesi? Parcheesi. Yeah, Parcheesi. Yes, Parcheesi. Yeah, Parcheesi. Yep. They say have that game. So they have a bunch of different games. So I've got a link in the website there. And then there's another link I'm going to put in from Tech Radar Radar that explains how to play board games online, what you you need, how to play it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. Also, if you like Broadway shows, Andrew Lloyd Webber is going to be streaming for 48 hours starting on a Friday at 7 o'clock. <sighs> different. Ugh. What? <laughs> oh, God. His stuff is so overwrought and schmaltz. Oh, well, oh, currently, sorry, Webber. Currently, he's doing <laughs> Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which was good. Okay. Yeah, uh, that one's with well, Donnie Osmond. Hate mail, just directed at me. Yeah. This one, he doesn't tell you which one. So you don't know this week is this. Well, actually, I shouldn't, I should correct myself. Next week is Jesus Christ Superstar, which I have oh, never seen. Oh, my husband seen. was watching that. So I've never seen that one. So I want to, I want to watch that one. Joseph, I did see this particular one was shown on PBS a number of years ago. So I did watch it there, but they're on YouTube. But I'll put the link in the show mm-hmm. notes and it brings you to YouTube and you can watch that. 
Um, Thank so- you, Elisa, because my my husband loves um, Jesus Christ Superstar, and really? he mm-hmm. will definitely be watching that. And he was going to go with our friend because my friend asked me. She said, "She said, you know, Jesus Christ Superstar is coming to Dallas. Do you want to come?" I'm like, "I'll go to Frozen with you, but I'm not going to go see that." I'm. I said, oh, it's all the, I, Andrew Lloyd Webber, no, I mean, I've seen Phantom of the Opera and Cats and blah, blah, blah. The one I did like was Starlight Express because in London they had a whole role, they had a whole theater devoted to the, um, the, uh, the roller skating um, for that. And they were on tracks and that was fabulous. But um, so he's going with her, but the, who knows that may be canceled, but that's a great, actually, Lisa, that's, that's really good. He'll, he's going to thank you for that. The only Jesus Christ Superstar I saw, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, when they did they did it live on NBC right before Easter, or maybe it was Easter mm-hmm. night, and it was John Legend and Alice Cooper was King Harrod. Is that the name? I can't. Yep. I, don't, I don't know the story or the characters very well, but um, and I forget who the. Oh, it was um. Oh, it was a singer who played Mary. I can't remember her name. Well, I hope. Yeah, that's a singing part. That would probably be I don't know. Uh, like Adele. No, no, no. It was someone that I don't care for, but she was good in the show. I can't remember. She was like more of a. I can't. I can't. Does it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, but I Alice Cooper. Not. Alice Cooper was really good. He was really good in his part. But anyway, so I figure I've never seen the actual Broadway show of Jesus Christ Superstar. So I'll be watching that next weekend. So that's something, if you like Andrew Lloyd Webber. May I add something to your excellent suggestion? Is that uh, if people download the Google Arts and Culture app, you can virtually go to the Met and the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, the Louvre. Mm -hmm. It is a blast. I meant to say that. I've been doing that as well. I've been going to these museums that, you know, I've, I've, you know, just... I, some I've been to, of course, like the Met and everything, but you can, you can do a virtual visit and also um, I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, some of the national parks, you can do a virtual tour through some of the natural parks. Um, you can go to Bryce Canyon, the Dry Tortugas, uh, it, uh, Carlsbad Caverns. So that's another thing that um, if people are bored, uh, they could, you know, do these virtual visits to some of the um, uh you know, museums and national and also parks. also the aquariums, too. The, 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 oh, the really? New England aquariums, a lot of them are doing that, too. And this is great for homeschooling because you can get Absolutely. your science in. Uh, you can get your geography in. You can get art history by going to the museum, you know, the art museum, the, the aquariums, the, like I said, the national parks, the Grand Canyon, whichever. So that'll work out well. Also, I'm noticing that, or just from what I'm reading online, is a lot of people are taking this time to work on their family history, going to Ancestry.com, going to the various Ancestry sites, to which, which, you know, I'm a fanatic. I've been doing that for, you know, 20 years as it is. But a lot of people are joining Ancestry.com, doing trials or just doing a basic membership and working on their family history, which, again, can be incorporated into their uh, homeschooling learning about your family. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of resources out there. So those are just a, a, a couple that we've come up with. Yeah, get off get off the fake stuff from Facebook and stuff, everybody. And, you know, this is a great time to feed your brain. I, oh, my God, I sound like Jefferson Airplane, don't I? <laughs> feed, feed your brain. But, but oh, speaking this of which, I'm glad you said that. Time. I'm glad you said that, Suze, because there's also 
you just have to go to the website of your favorite musician, whether it's classical or country or rock or whatever, a lot of different musical groups are doing home concerts. They are, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, say Chris Martin from Coldplay or Dave Grohl from yep, Foo I... Fighters. They're just getting, you know, going into their home studios or sitting in their living room and they'll do a concert through mm -hmm. Instagram or through their website for half hour, 45 minutes, whatever it happens to be. Um, so follow your favorite God, artist. God... Mm -hmm. Dot Brooke and uh, Trisha yes. Yearwood did one. Yep, they yeah. did one the other night. There's mm -hmm. also a YouTube clip that was phenomenal. It was the Rotterdam Philharmonic Orchestra, where everybody performed their part in their home, and then it was just put together as a video. And I yeah. don't know oh, the name of the cool. song because it's a song that I like. I, I might have been for release. I'm not really sure because I'm not, I'm like zero knowledge of classical music. But they play a song that I that I like. It's about a four minute video, and it was mm -hmm. fantastic. So a lot of these different bands and orchestras are putting together yeah. virtual uh, virtual concerts. So if there's a particular yeah. band that you like, go to their webpage, look it up, see what they're doing. The other the other thing is also this is a great time when you're sheltering in place and you you can't get outside. Is learn how to make a loaf of bread. Get a bread recipe. There's so many simple ones out there. Learn how to do something. Just one special thing. And you can say, you know what? That was what I did when I was sheltering in place. I learned how to like make the perfect cup of espresso. I don't care. Anything. But this is a great time for people to um learn how you know, to sew. Learn how to it, learn how to do work. something that they normally would I don't want to learn how to sew. <laughs> Well, you know, I have something funny to say. My sister, you know, I've always sewn. I've taught myself how to sew when I was young, and I always have loved sewing. Well, I think there, she must have, I think sometimes I intimidate her because I always sewed everything. Well, I remember once going over to her house, and she said, well, how do you like my curtains? I said, I like them. Did I made them? I said, you made them? I was so proud of her. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I said, they look wonderful. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah. She said, she hot glued them. <laughs> <laughs> You know oh my they, god did she learn how to sew i can't do that damn good so you know learn how to use the hot glue gun and make a pair of curtains <laughs> there's so many websites there's so many free videos if you don't want to pay a subscription to a blueprint or a creative bug or or any of those types of websites there's so many free resources on youtube like if you vicky this is for you if you want to knit no, <laughs> there is there are so many websites on YouTube that have really quick videos that will just show you this is how you cast on. This is how you do the knit stitch. This is how you do no, the curl no, stitch. No, 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 no. You know, and I will them... make one mistake and then it will just blow my mind and then I'll just tear it all apart. I mean, I, I, I just I just can't stand when something isn't done right. And I don't have that skill. And it just makes me anxious thinking about doing that. <laughs> so no, you, have to you have to assume you're going to make a mistake because that's how you learn. You realize, mm, oh, absolutely. now I see what it I did wrong. Help. I did it, it this way. I should have done it that way. Okay, got it now. I, did I mean, I've been knitting for years and years and years. And, I, and everything mm -hmm. I make, I make a mistake. But, you know, if the mistake doesn't matter, if it doesn't affect the final wearing of the garment or the sock or the scarf, you just keep moving. It's not no, you don't. You rip it. No, you don't. You rip it out till you made the mistake. I have ripped out an entire back of a sweater. My husband almost had a heart attack. I said, here. He said, how can you do this? I said, because I'll know that mistake is there. So no. I give him the ball. Yes, yeah, that's me. 
It will drive me batty. It depends on what the mistake is. If it's something where, uh, say you do 64, uh, 64 stitch socks and you have 32 on one needle, 32 stitches on the other needle. And for some strange reason, you've only got 20 on one needle and 32 on the other. Yeah, that has to be ripped back because that's not going to fit right. But if you knit a pearl or pearl a knit and it doesn't matter, I just keep going. I don't worry about it. Yeah, well, there's other things, too, you were mentioning about free apps, you know, like Duolingo, learn, learn some yeah. German, yeah. learn some Spanish, language. Yeah, you know, learn a language. <laughs> and there's so many free options out there. Just Google free, you know, language. But Duolingo is the free app. They've always made it free. So you can do that. Um, you know, there's there's just I think you're absolutely right. So many other places are offering free subscriptions like, you know, Skillshare, if you own Procreate or Create a Bug or anything like that, anything, just check out for some freebies yeah. because right now people know people are, I mean, a lot of these big corporations know people are, are bored and they want to do their part to help people. And so, you know, you, like Lisa was saying, YouTube, uh, free apps, there's a chess app. I've always, I get so tired of being beaten in chess all the time. So there's an app I found it's free. It's called Dr. Wolf and it actually teaches you different um, chess moves. So, you know, something like that. I do that, you know, and I'm just sitting there. I'll say, oh, maybe I'll play Dr. Wolf. But there's so many free games on um, Apple, the App Store. Uh, oh, speaking of that, know. they're offering Affinity Photo Publisher, that whole group. They're offering 90 days free uh, to trial to see if you like the app. And then if you decide to purchase it, it's half price. So mm, yeah. that's something if you're into... Uh, yeah. into apps. Oh, oh, another thing, someone sent me, my sister sent me a free audio book from Audible, um, but Audible also offers free, um, you know, starter trial of, of Audible if you want to listen to books. Um, and I'm listening to that catch and release thing from um, um, oh, Ron Farrell. Yes, I have that yeah. on my Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. I have that on my and if you live alone or you, if you live alone or you're, you know, you feel you need to help out, the shelters are desperate to have you foster. You don't have to keep the animal, but mm -hmm. foster a dog or foster a cat right now. There's so many out there. Yeah. Um, people yeah. are giving their, their animals away because they can't afford them. They can barely afford rent. So, you know, that might be something if you needed to do something really good. Um, maybe well, you can come by an animal. You can come by my house and take my sister's two dogs if you want. <laughs> I've got the most precious one ever, so no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, they're oh, gonna I be they're gonna be happy that. because I'm gonna be at home most of next week because my hours have been cut. So, oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. No, I'm happy. It's just I, I was part time. I started full time this week, and I'm back to part time. <laughs> so. But what we're saying is, there's plenty of. There's plenty of opportunity to fill your time if you're home, whether it's learning a new skill or just consuming media. There's there's plenty of yeah. options out there. And there's go into a room all alone and meditate to, if your family is getting on your nerves. Just calm a quiet place for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also the down dog apps, down dog, mm -hmm. um, they have Pilates and yoga apps. They're all free for uh, like a month or so they've extended it to, I think to April 30th. So if you want to learn some yoga free um, and they start you off, you know, very gently and then um, you can, you know, get a little harder. The down dog apps are free. And there is a great German show on Netflix called dark. 
and it's kind of like a sci-fi thriller but it's not really sci-fi don't think space thing just think just think time altering it's excellent uh great subtitles but i highly recommend it we've been watching Netflix, it every right? night and we're yeah uh, sub- we're totally... subtitles oh you gotta be alert <laughs> oh stop it it's, ger- it's in german but um it's ec- the, it, the characters are very compelling the cinematography is gorgeous and the plot is really cool um mm-hmm. I, I really like it. We've got three more episodes left, and it's just like, oh my gosh, we're just addicted to it. So it's called Dark. So I'm going to stop watching it Monday afternoon because I'm free <laughs> all afternoon. <laughs> so I got something that I'll be like, I'll be wide awake. So, <laughs> well, I hope everyone stays safe, and I, you know, uh, out there, and you know, just tr- you know, I think the mentality of that everything is a virus. Treat everything as it's contaminated. I know that's a little over the top but you have to because you just don't know so like your um like your uh uh shoes um you know just just take them off and if you can spray them down with something before you bring them to the house your groceries sanjay gupta actually has a great video on how to um sanitize your groceries keep your bags you know outside or designate you know a small room wash all the groceries off you know wipe off gloves. your wipe off the wind uh, your uh, steering wheel in your car Absolutely. and areas your, the doorknobs and everything the doorknobs the handles of your house when you go in i mean mm-hmm. just think think of contaminants and think that right now you know this let's make it a habit abs- they think that this can last longer than they thought of on surfaces so you know, it's it's okay to be a little over the top right now um, yeah. and to be a little uh, zealous to, about, you know, decontaminating your space because you, mm-hmm. you just don't know when you're bringing it in. You know, even if you go grocery shopping, if somebody is, you know, the way the virus falls off, you know, it could be on the sole of your shoes. I mean, who knows? So yeah. it's Stay healthy. Be, <laughs> yeah, it's been a little big safe yeah. and sorry for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to wrap up on those words. Like Suze said, please, please, please take care of yourself. Don't take anything to chance. Listen to your health professionals. If you have a mask, if you have gloves, wear them. Uh, Stay six feet away from other people. Take this seriously. And the sooner that everybody takes it seriously and keeps their distance, the sooner this is going to go away. we just don't see an end in sight at the moment, but let's let's hope. And we hope that we gave you some options of how to fill your time. So we thank you so much for listening. Again, please, please, please stay safe. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. I'm Mike McPeak of the Bard on the Plains podcast. This podcast is about stories and storytelling. Storytelling is one of the oldest forms of entertainment. From sitting around the campfire to the child sitting on grandpa's knee, we have communicated with each other like this for ages. Not only was it entertaining, it was also a way of passing down laws and traditions. We still communicate with each other nowadays, but it's increasingly through static mediums such as Facebook and Twitter. Without the human interaction, we lose the context of the story. This is what I hope to do differently on this podcast. Have real people telling their stories in their own voices so the emotions and the feelings come through.